0: This is Comic Geek Speak, episode 1554, Pants on the Floor at C2E2 2015. Welcome to the show, I'm Brian Christman, also known as Pants. Uh, This past weekend, April 24th through the 26th, I was out in Chicago at uh, the McCormick Place for the uh, Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, otherwise known as C2E2. It was my first time out there since uh, 2013, and uh, I really had a good time at at this show, really did. Met a lot of people, caught up with a lot of people I hadn't seen in quite a while. And so what I have for you here in this episode is uh, several interviews I did on the floor of the convention. With a lot of hopefully familiar voices to the long-time listeners. And speaking of comic cons and travel, this episode of Comic Geek Speak is brought to you by Geek Nation Tours. This October, Geek Nation Tours is off to New York comic geek style. They'll be headed not only to the uber-awesome New York Comic Con, but also will be exploring New York City through a geek's eyes. Tour participants will see the regular New York City tourist locations, like Hell's Kitchen, Central Park, and Times Square, but they'll also stop by the fictional dress of the Fantastic Four, where Uncle Ben was shot, and even the Frick Museum, which was the inspiration for the Avengers Mansion, of the Daily Bugle, and much, much more. And they'll even be hitting a couple of comic book shops are local to the area, like James Hop Bob's Secret Stash, as seen on Comic Book Men on AMC. Tours from Tuesday, October 6th to Monday, October 12th. What's included are all accommodations, all transfers, and entry fees to New York Comic Con, of course, Top of the Rock viewing area, New York by foot tour, all taxes, Metro Pass, a welcome dinner, where you never know who may show up to the dinner, a Hell's Kitchen dinner. Lunch at, the, lunch at the downtown, a farewell dinner, free hotel Wi-Fi, and an exclusive Geek Nation Tours near Comic Con bowling shirt. So check out their tour for New York Comic Con at geeknationtours.com. And this episode is also brought to you by Scribd. Scribd is like Netflix for comics. With a subscription, you'll get access to more than 10,000 comics from Marvel, IDW Top Shelf, Valiant, Dynamite, Archie, and more. They're the only subscription service that gives you that variety all for one monthly price, and on top of that, you'll also get unlimited access to their huge library of eBooks and audiobooks—more than one million titles altogether—all available anytime, anywhere. So head over to Scribd.com/comicgeekspeak to get started with a free month. Even more importantly, Scribd makes sure you can find your way to comics and books you're going to love. They've got hundreds of collections curated by their team of editors. And as you read, they'll tell recommendations for you based on other titles you've ro- loved or not. So go to Scribd.com slash ComicGeekSpeak right now, and they'll set you up with a free month to get started. That's 30 days of unlimited reading, and you'll be supporting this show so it's a win-win situation. That's scrib dcom ComicGeekSpeak. Alright, well, let's jump right into the interviews on the floor of C2E2.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, well, we've started recording right now, just so you're aware. Oh, of okay. okay. So, it's Friday afternoon, day one, C2E2, a pants on the floor segment, and who am I sitting here with? Steve Bryant. And you are who again, sir? <laughs> uh-huh. No. Is bonk, the, bonk? You mean
2: existentially no, or okay, comically? Exactly.
0: We've known you for quite some time. Yes. I refreshed everybody on who you are, what you do, and why you're here.
2: Um, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm out of practice with this stuff here. Pants, does anyone actually know why we're here? No. no um, I write and draw a book called Athena Voltaire. Um, it was originally at uh, Ape Entertainment. Now it's at oof, Dark Horse. Oof. Yes. And now we're at Dark Horse uh, through the Sequential Pulp um, imprint. And I am here schlepping... Uh, copies of the Athena Voltaire Compendium, our, our hardcover that came out at the beginning of the year, and uh, promoting a Kickstarter campaign. Yes, so that's that's my day in a nut in a nutshell. And the show's been
0: open. It's not two or five out. Well, four hours, but three to the public mostly. Four hours, first I hour with professionals. How
2: have you done so far in these first few hours? Oh, pretty well. Uh, we were running a little late, so I actually got set up around noon. So wow. So you. So yeah, it's, well, it's going okay. It happens on that water bottle there. Yes. Would you like a Nilla wafer? Um, maybe later. Okay. None <laughs> for you, listeners. No. Uh, sorry. It's okay. Um, so yeah, it's it's been going really well. But C two E two is always uh, a good show. It's I, I I love coming here. I love coming to San Diego. So those are like the two shows that I seem to go to every every year.
0: Yep. I had a chance to walk around for a while, and there's. They call it C2E2 for Chicago Comics Entertainment Expo. And, yes, there's a lot of comics, creators like yourself. There's also, you know, your celebrities and so forth. And I think it's actually a pretty good mix.
2: Yeah. um, If you want
0: either one of those, you can find a lot of that stuff here.
2: Well, it's Reed Exhibitions, who also do the New York Comic Con.
0: As well as the Star Wars Celebration, which just happened.
2: Exactly. And they're going to be doing Emerald City. So Yes, correct. uh, Yeah, I mean, they know how to put together a great show so it it's a blast I'm having fun uh, I, I'm sure it's the same way for you I feel like half the time I'm here I'm just catching up with a bunch of old friends oh yeah um, you know it's it's convention season we'll see the same people we'll go through the, the same circles um, it's it's like all the good stuff that popular people experience at a high school reunion that's what these are for us
0: <laughs> well and it's, it's nice because you know I do at this point an audio-only podcast some some video coming up soon but i've had at least four people recognize me just from looking at me and that really freaks me out but uh
2: well it's funny because there's there's a guy on chicago radio i, I talked I, I i talked with john Suntris about this yes. actually where there's a guy on chicago radio named brian Finfer, ben Finfer, who sounds just like you he's oh, really he's your audio doppelganger oh boy so, yeah, Ben Finford. Look this town is big enough for a of bus. <laughs> <laughs> That's be,
0: why I'm going to leave in a couple of days. You could kick his ass. <laughs> no, I don't think I could. Anyway, enough of this tomfoolery. Um, let's talk about, because you do, uh, time is of the essence as far as this next segment, your Kickstarter. Tell us about it, because I want to get you on, because actually you emailed us, actually emailed Matt, and said, oh, can I come on and talk about my Kickstarter? I said, I'm going to see him. Let's talk in person.
2: Yeah, Matt, Matt's my, my pulp buddy. Yes. Of course. Um... But, yeah, I, uh, you know, in the, in the past we, we've talked when, when I've had projects either coming out or before they die on the vine. Huh. Um,
0: you said. And I,
2: I never want to abuse the opportunity to, to talk about these things. But, uh, yeah, we've got a Kickstarter um, underway. I probably should have contacted you sooner. Yeah, it's no problem. Uh, it's called Undead or Alive. Uh And it's Paranormal Bounty Hunters. And the first uh, story arc deals with swamp monsters. And really, the book is just a big old love letter to 1970s and 80s monster comics. So the first one, Dealing with Swamp Monsters... You know, there's an eccentric British comic writer who's also Hmm. uh, a a magician Hmm. and a pop culture icon who's missing in the swamps. (laughs) Uh, In the swamps. How how appropriate. He's missing in the swamps of Louisiana at at a town called Gerber's Crossing. Ah. (laughs) So, I mean, you can start to pick up some of the Easter eggs with some of that. I don't want to just focus on those elements because it's not just a bunch of Easter eggs strung together. Right. Jason Millay, who's, who's doing fully painted art on this. Yeah,
0: I saw some of the pages you had up there. I, I wish I remembered which page it was. There was a, a, a man and a woman, you know, talking back and forth and looking in front of a, like a, excuse me, at a...
2: In an office? Office. See, that's,
0: yeah. uh, I can't even think. And, like, the expression on his face was, it was
2: beautiful. Yeah, yeah Jason, uh, the really cool thing is, I mean, if you look at his work structurally, there's a lot of Neil Adams there. But he, you know he,
0: I can now you mentioned I can definitely see that. He
2: does a ton of uh, like advertising and storyboard work okay So he's all, it's it's got the Neil Adams stuff but there's also a little bit of, of the kind of the commercial art sheen to it. So when he, he's doing fully painted art on this and uh, I, I just I, I'm so excited because Jason colored some of the early Athena Voltaire stuff and did a great job but when he's doing full art, it's, it's really something special. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that's one of the big things we're doing on, on the campaign is to try to cover enough money so that Jason can, uh, like one of his gigs is he's the storyboard artist on the TV show Chicago Fire. Oh, okay. And so when that wraps up, instead of him doing uh, some more advertising stuff, you know, hopefully the Kickstarter will generate enough money so that he can take two months and finish up Undead or Alive. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the whole thing behind it. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's really exciting to see him nailing these pages. Yeah,
0: good stuff on the ones that you, Now, it's on Kickstarter. Yes. And, of course, search for, can search for, like, uh, um, Steve Bryant, search for... Um, what do they what search for?
2: You can search for Undead or Alive. I guess that's I, that's I, the easiest I way, of course. Up. We also have a Bitly. What is it? Oh, I know what that the, is. The okay. shortened link. Right. Which is just bit.ly slash undead underscore kick. Okay. So. Uh, gotta, get yeah, it, gotta get those
0: plugs in. Yeah,
2: bit.ly slash undead underscore kick. <laughs> so that, that's kind of the, the simple way. But yeah, right. you could also go to Kickstarter and just um, search for undead or alive.
0: I'll put the links in the show in the, uh, <laughs> on the forum page oh, as well. Thank you. And this runs through May... What is the day exactly?
2: I believe it's May 5th.
0: Right. So it, kind of a short notice, but if you have any interest, please take a look at it, because they've got all kinds of uh, rewards I saw. You had yeah. A couple... Of, I think Dave Wachter is a contributing yeah, artist.
2: We, oh, my gosh. Um, Dave did the most incredible uh, pinup for us. It's, it's 11 by 17, but he did it landscape format. Um I'm going to ask him if it's okay to run it as a, as a two-page spread. Oh, there you in the go. Book. But um, yeah. every time that I think Dave has leveled up, while I'm in the process of saying Dave is leveled up, he levels up again. <laughs> um, the guy is just amazing. But, yeah, we've got a pin-up from, from Dave. Uh, we have, actually, uh, Alex Serra, who is on the Oh, that's course, right. I saw that. Uh, he's, he's got something. Just an incredible... Uh, Teen Lantern piece from from his run on on Legion Legion of Superheroes Mm -hmm. in the 31st century. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, my pal Jim Heffron from Territory 51, he just did a uh, a kickstarter for something called Gangs of Camelot. He did uh, a really beautiful wash pin-up as well. So yeah, we've got those, as art rewards, um, commissions from me, uh, prints and portfolios from me. Um, Again, the idea of this is to... To generate income for Jason to work on the book, yes. so most of the art rewards are coming from me because we don't want to just create more work for right. Jason exactly. to instead of doing the book. <laughs> it defeats the purpose exactly. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but we do have a, a few things with with Jason drawing. Uh, you can have a cameo in the book, or or be killed in the book. Yes, and if, <laughs> if you're killed in the book, uh, we're going to have an obit section in the back where you'll have an obituary as well. <laughs> So, you know, we, we tried to do some kind of goofy, fun stuff that, you know, people may be able to, to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it's, I, I really hope it goes through just because it's the kind of uh, genre book that, that I enjoy. It's, you know, I know that I'm kind of known for the pulp stuff, and this is a step outside that, but, you know, comics are comics. Yes. And we all just love good stories, so... That's where I'm at.
0: Very good. So give that a look to see. And uh, Steve, always good to see. Before we go, give a message for Matt at all.
2: <laughs> uh, now I, I want to say something really horrible and crass, but I, didn't, I don't have anything in the chamber. <laughs> no, um, no, I just, I, I appreciate all, all you guys. You, you guys have just been so good to me. and. I, I know we did the the whole congratulations thing on social media but congratulations on 10 kick-ass years oh, thank you very much um, and it's really fun to like see uh, you know the band back together <laughs> you know it's 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 that great thing as you know having known people for for a decade now yeah. uh, and just checking in every now and again even if you know we're not in touch all the time the way the forum used to be it's still just that's part of the beauty of comics, you know. It's not just the the stories, but it's the the friendships we all make in, yeah. in this stuff. So, happy anniversary! Well, thank you very
0: much. Good luck with your Kickstarter, and uh, enjoy you. the rest of the show, sir.
2: Okay, bye. <laughs> enjoy those wonderful <little> wafers.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, so I just <laughs> finished talking with <laughs> Steve Bryant, that's not, that's
1: not and this nice young listen, man listen,
0: came I up know, to talk like to him. Like he knows Steve. He says hi to every me. Notices right, my shirt, which is my Letterman shirt. Every
2: and you used to actually intern for it. What is your name again, sir? Hey, uh, my name is uh, Elliot Rahal. I'm a uh, writer for the new Dark Horse uh, ongoing series, The Paybacks. And uh, I've done some other Dark Horse Presents stuff and uh, some back and forth from Valiant. And my, I was an intern... At the Late Show with David Letterman. When I was a uh, sophomore in high school, yeah. uh, in college, I was say high school, college, I was college, sorry, sorry, yeah. I wish high school, college, and uh, I was actually on the program once or twice as the intern who got jumped over. By Mark Ogers, I believe his yeah. name. Mark Ogers is this great acrobat slash daredevil, who'd come on and there would be a whole thing where they're like, "Well, let's have them jump over interns because their <laughs> our value as humans is low, and like he might crash into us." And um, yeah, and my actually my 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 uncle Bobby um, co-owns a race car. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby Ray Hall, oh, Bobby Ray Hall, yeah, That, that yeah, guy. That I've heard guy. of him. Yeah, yeah, Ray yeah. Hall Letterman, of course. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, that's great. Oh, my great. goodness. Well, yeah.
0: very nice to meet you. I didn't, I had no idea that, I mean, I've heard it's the name Hall, of course, been but how long have you been, 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 I mean, been in comics? I mean, how I've been in
2: comics for, um, you know, I've been it's trying, been trying been to be in comics well. for four <laughs> years, but uh, I have, my first published work didn't actually come out till last year. Uh, which was uh, 100 Quaid which is a Dark Horse Presents series and then uh, I got my ongoing with Donny Cates coming out this September and I've got some other stuff I'm working on and whatever and then uh, I did a valiant thing for Archer and Armstrong number 25 Uh, just a small story and uh, it's been fun but, yeah, just trying to get more out there. I was an intern at Marvel. Damn. That's how I started. That's how I right. met. Wow. Yeah. Well, how did you go from
0: interning at Marvel and at Letterman to? Well, Letterman then to Marvel. Oh, okay, Letterman to Marvel. That's,
2: yeah. And to, into, to comics. What were you taking to school? Uh, I went to film school.
3: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I went
2: to film school. So I went to a writing program at DePaul University in Chicago. Max, let's run back home, visiting home. Right, right. Uh, and then, uh, you know, from that, I, I, I started working local internships like at WGN, and then uh, I expanded out. I'm like, oh, I want to do TV. I want to write. So I did. I have another. You know, I went to Letterman, and then I got, uh, then I got into Marvel. And then I met Donnie, and uh, Donnie and I were interns together. And uh, we became quick friends, and then uh, we both wanted to write comics, and uh, I, uh, you know, we came up with this idea called Hunter Quaid, and then we, uh, you know, we chipped in, got it made, pitched it to Dark Horse, they went put it into DHP, and ever since, we've been, you know, doing our cool. thing. That's, that's cool. Uh, now, you just here as a, as a I what, pro. I Are set you out, set up at a table, yes. doing a signing, yeah, you know, or just walking around? No, just walking around, um, just walking around, looking for artists, looking at cool stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm so happy to meet you. Yeah, yeah it was great. You saw my shirt, because, of course, I'm a huge Letterman fan. Yeah, he's I, the best. He is the best. He's I'm the
2: best. And I'm you know actually, what? I think Colbert is a very good... Good follow-up to, to Letterman. I think he's going to put some fight... Much-needed bite back in the late-night television, which I'm very excited.
0: About. And you know, we may have actually met before because I've been to see an in-person taping of Letterman every year, oh, at right. least once a year since 1992. That's great. So I may have seen you in 2008. Yeah. Wow, remember me, don't you? No, know, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, really no, no that, that's really fine. God. That's fine. But that's so cool. That
2: is cool. It's well, a congratulations, you.
0: Yeah. Hope your book goes all right well. Thank and, you very uh, much. Thank you so much for the chat. Appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely. Enjoy yes. your coffee. Inside your uncle for us. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, and we're continuing from Friday afternoon at C2E2. I'm behind the booth of a longtime uh, person we've known, Mr. Brent Schoonover. How are you doing, I'm sir? doing
4: awesome. It's good to see you, and it's good to be back on CGS. So. Yes.
0: I think the first time I remember knowing about your work was back with, I think, Horrorwood. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, Ape Entertainment. Ape, Ape. That was a we just to Steve <laughs> Bryant about <laughs> the Ape Entertainment. Yeah,
4: That's yeah, true. we were, uh, I just had a recent conversation about all the books that, like, were from speakeasy that ended up going over to ape and like kind of how the talent influx from that and like the people that are still around doing stuff and it's pretty crazy you know it's like that it should not be 10 years ago already but it is kind yeah. of so uh time is flying by so but uh yeah it's uh fond memories for yes. sure so but uh yeah
0: and i'm seeing your name pop up a lot more now yeah but, i mean right in front of you i see of course batman 66 egghead
4: yeah yeah and i just finished. Uh, there's a new one that digitally came up this week with Solomon Grundy. So, oh, I it, did too. Yeah, now, yeah.
0: on one of the panels, there, they might have been the last panel. It looked to me, it was like a graveyard. Was that an homage to the Aurora Batman? Fit, absolutely. Uh, oh, Jeff, I,
4: Jeff Parker put that in the script and said, it was, uh, "So it's actually in the script." Uh, it was in the script. Oh, that's he wanted fun. to hit it, and like, so I was like, "We're cool with doing this, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, we, we totally want to do it because it fit. That image fit the script so well." So and, and uh, we we did put appropriate like if you look at some of the tombstones in there, especially in the digital version where they kind of go in and out, you'll notice that we put a lot of the old artists and stuff like that. So um, so yeah, I made sure to like whoever the artists were and stuff that. Um, it's escaping me the artist who actually did that drawing. It's hard to figure it out, but. Um, we, we made sure to put his name on a tombstone oh, that said there. after so-and-so because the, the the box art on that, I mean, the the, the model was awesome. Oh, yeah. But the the, but the, kid, yeah. But the, uh, the drawings for that back in the day were so cool, too. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, it was really fun to do that and get that in there. So it was a pretty iconic thing. And I'm, I love how many people are actually aware that that was what it was from. Oh, yeah. So well, I want yeah. to
0: make sure. I appreciate sure what it was. There. Yeah, yeah he I mean, also worked on the guy The Phantom here yeah, the Phantom yeah. Superman and you mentioned that I saw about this we just announced the project
4: yeah Ant-Man annual number one that's coming out in July it's, ties, uh, it's, it's not a tie-in to the movie but it comes out right at the same time as the movie which is great um, it's it's, uh, it's it's Nick Spencer's series that is out right now. It's still in that world, but it, it kind of ties in really nicely with the movie. Uh, Hank Pym is going to be in it, so he's going to be teaming up with Scott Lang. So, yeah, I'm pretty stoked that, uh, you know, it's perfect time. So it's a super fun, you know, uh, character right now. And, I mean, the visual element to get to draw is going to be a blast. And uh, I had a bl- I, when I got the job, I I went out and got the essential Ant Man because I, I just like to kind of get that. I mean, it's not a character uh, I'm aware of, but I'm like I, I've never read a ton of him. I I read Phil Hester's run that he did with uh, Robert Kirkman. Uh, Tim Silly did a really fun miniseries uh, a while back, and so. Uh, so yeah, and it's just like man, those old ones are so fun. So I, I think we're gonna get a little bit of that with the, uh, with you know Hank Pembian in there. But yeah, I'm really still to get going awesome. out. I, I just so. love
0: seeing your, your name pop up. Yeah. And now you're doing an awesome commission right here.
4: Yeah, I'm doing Starro from He Man. Um, this is a jam piece. It's uh, it's the He Man universe is sort of uh, in the same position as the Avengers uh, number four with Captain America. Yeah, exactly, I caught that. You've got Captain America as Cap. Uh, you got T-Man as Captain America ram man is giant man um and then uh oh, what's uh, oh
0: i don't know the guy's name was doing a thor bows
4: yeah the thor pose, but i'm doing starro as iron man so <laughs> it's uh it's pretty fun so the, the commission requests today have been really great um c2e2 it's just it's my favorite city and i it's probably up there in one of my favorite conventions so uh, i missed it last year because i darted millie was born so it's awesome to be back
0: Oh, and speaking of uh, of your family, of course, daughter Millie, and uh, Josie's your other daughter, and I, I love seeing your pictures. Do you do this a lot, where you draw on their lunch bags? Yeah,
4: I just drew Paranorman for uh, Josie yesterday or this week, so um, she doesn't go to school full-time yet, so it's some, she's not always getting a lunch bag, but uh, I probably draw like one a week. I try to ask her what she wants, you know, just kind of let her, because otherwise it's not as fun, but mm-hmm. um, she's always kind of up in the air, like one day it's Paranorman, like zombies. The next day, it's like princesses, so I can never <laughs> quite tell what she's gonna ask for. Um, it's cool though because like all the kids in the school really enjoy it and see it. Say. And so, um, sometimes they get hung up in the room for a little while. I was
0: gonna ask, but what ends up with them when they're done uh, with I, You know, I told her, I
4: told her just to do whatever she wants. Like sometimes she likes one and she wants to keep them, and then other times, like, the teacher keeps them, or if there's a student that she knows that she really likes them. Like, I did, uh, I did Baymax and Robot 6. Okay. And, uh, someone really, really liked that, and my daughter didn't have a huge attachment to it, so they took it home and they thought that was cool. And, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. not, once I draw them, it's like, you know, hey, I have fun with them, so. Yeah. I, I just, I
0: He's loving that. That's so cool doing that
4: to, for, for the kids. It is cool. And, um, you know, like, I, I don't know. It just, it's. You, I, I just want it to be something that Everything I have to draw tends to be like someone telling me what to do, and I mean, obviously my kids started telling right, me what right, to yeah. do. But it's it's fun to just sort of like, you know, hey, it's just gonna have it's fun gonna with it. It's, do it. Do it's it. sort of like a warm up sketch kind, kind of thing. So, but yeah, so it's to start your day off right. Exactly, exactly. Usually I'm drawing them about one in the morning because I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot, I gotta do that. So yeah, it's easy to like, she'll tell me what to do, and I'm like, yep, gotta do that right, right, right away. away. And then like, like I said, my wife will be going to bed, and she'll be like oh, did you do their, uh, the lunch bag? And I'm like, oh, crap. And so uh, <laughs> I got to run to do it. But, yeah, so it gets done. That's you know? cool. Yeah, so.
0: Now, you, I heard you talking that you're going to be doing, because you're from Minneapolis, you're doing the, uh, is that called the Spring Con?
4: It, well, it's funny. Um, so so we got a it's wizard it's show that came up there cool, two, right. two, two, uh, a year ago, and now the second one's coming up. And they did that classic thing that they do, where it's like two true. weeks before, and, and, you know, it is what it is. But... Um, they decided, it used to be Spring Con and Fall Con up there. That's correct. And they decided to rebrand the, the local shows. And now we have the Minneapolis-St. Paul Comic Con, MSP oh. Comic Con. Oh, okay. A little more definitive. And um, so, uh, and we unfortunately, our uh, Nick Post, who's a guy who's been run, running the shows forever, he tragically died of a heart attack this year. And so we kind of like have been in a state of flux. And so the community is sort of like helping out. Um, I know me and rich garrett's for a little bit uh before he moved away and a few other people we've tried to get creators from out of the cities to come and that was nick's job before he used to take care of everything so we're, we're kind of rebranding and it's going to be a little different but i'm excited i think we're going to get some new blood into the, the convention this year um mike norton's coming he's never been up there before oh, nice. um Chris Anka was was is scheduled to appear I don't know if he just canceled but um, we, we've got Yale Stewart and, and we've just got a lot of really cool younger guys that are on the up in the industry and uh, I don't know I'm really excited about it and I think it's gonna be a good thing it's his third weekend in May and um, yeah I'm just I'm excited to kind of help try to rebrand the show after what Nick's done which used to be a great show but I think it still will be but I think it's gonna be a little different. They, Updated the website and um, a little more contemporary, and they just realized they've got they've got a little competition in town, yeah. and they gotta they gotta act accordingly.
0: What is the website to so everybody know about it? Uh,
4: MSPComicCon.com.
0: Now is it still held at the fairgrounds?
4: Yep, still Fairgrounds. Which is, for yeah. you is like right across the street. It basically. is, it is. I, I love it. I, I set up on a Friday, and then I, I go and I, I walk to my coffee shop. I get a donut, I get a coffee, and I walk right into the show, and I'm ready to go. It's like a four-minute walk. It's That's the closest I'll ever be to a show. You know, So, um, yeah, it's my favorite thing. It's the best, and um, I, I'm excited for it. It's uh, This is my last travel show so far for the year, so that could obviously change at any sure. moment. But um, after that, it's mostly local shows for the rest of the year.
0: Well, thank you very much for your time
4: again. Good to be talking to you guys. Good to
0: see you again. Enjoy the rest of this show. Hope
4: all you guys are well.
0: We're doing very well. We're our 10-year anniversary guys from Germany, basically. Awesome. If you know what happened, we're just inside. We have have video now in the studio. Yeah, I saw that. It's a
4: little camera about security. (laughs) Yeah, like a security camera.
0: It's got the infrared going on.
4: That's right.
0: Anyway, good to see you again. Good to see you, too. Thanks again. All right, well, it's now become obligatory at every convention I go to this year, whether it's in Los Angeles for Californi yep. One, London Supercomic Convention, and London, and England, of course, the great Philadelphia Comic Con in Philly, and now C2E2. Mr. J.K. Woodward. You're officially stalking me. <laughs> oh, no, you're stalking no, to me. No, no,
5: I will get a restraining order.
0: <laughs> oh, one <laughs> of a many. How are you doing, Good. sir?
5: Good. Good. Oh, my God. C2E2. Yes. Oh, my God. It's been a great day. Uh, it's been hours. Hours. I've already sold four pages. I sold... Really? Yeah, I sold nice. four pages from uh, City on the Edge of Forever. I sold... Uh, I did a, a, a cover... My first Valiant cover. Yes. Let's talk about that because I'm yes, really excited. Yeah. I've been wanting to do a, a Valiant work for a long time. And I just... You know, I've been busy with Star Trek. I didn't know who to contact. So I just put it out of my head. And uh, in London Comic Con, I was sharing uh, a limo with... Um, Andy Legal, and he's working for Valiant now. All right. So that whole long trip from Heathrow <laughs> to to the to the con, I we were talking, and I was just ex- and was expressing my interest in working for you know Valiant, and he was saying, well, we got like you know a lot of these uh, uh, covers for conventions that we do, and I'm like, well, let's talk about that. And one of, one of the ones I wanted to do was Anaheim because I'm an Angels fan. I was like, a dude. oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, um, but unfortunately, I was in London for a whole week because we did a vacation there, so I couldn't do it. So I was like, okay, I'll do Chicago. And it was, uh, it was, happened to line up at the same time Bloodshot we Re- uh, was it? Yeah, Bloodshot Reborn number one was coming out. So I was doing the Bloodshot Reborn C2E2 exclusive cover, but it was only like 500. And I was like, well, oh, you know. I don't want to do a cover where only 500 people see it. But apparently more than 500 people have seen it because it's been selling like crazy and it's been online. And uh, I sold the original like that.
0: Yeah, because I saw your order today. You had it in your hand going yeah. to the signing and you, could, you sold it since then?
5: And all I did, yeah, all I did was um, like four people came by and they were like, how much? And I'm like, I'm not letting this go for less than $800. Thinking like, you know, 800 is a lot of money. It's really not that much. Apparently, because or they're all like, cover, they're like, we'll, we'll be back. I'm like, okay. And then I went to do the signing and, and, uh, you know, like, you know, we'll be back doesn't mean oh, I'm going to save it for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went not do the signing and somebody's like, I want that. The first person in line. Really? Bought it. <laughs> bought it. $800. I'm like, oh, I should have said 1600, you know, <laughs> like, like, what the hell's wrong with me? You and need better <laughs> representation, <laughs> sir. I know. I'm not, I'm not really good at this. whole oh, <laughs> thing
0: well, very good. Uh, real quick, before you sign your couple books here, how has the reaction been to Behemoth? And it's out a while.
5: We've been getting great reviews. Uh, I've been very excited about it. Um, I, I, I didn't expect the enthusiasm we've been getting. I, I've, there's been a lot of reviews from websites, and a lot of podcasts that I haven't contacted have been talking about it, nice, and saying good things. And I'm not used to people saying good things because. I'm used to Star Trek fans. <laughs> you know, like you didn't do Kirk right, or you know, like you know. But um, um, I feel like I've, I've entered into a new realm uh, where before I was doing mostly sci-fi comics. Even with so Fallen different. Angel, it was kind of right. kind of like sci-fi comics. It wasn't. I feel like I'm into a, a different realm, and I'm like meeting new fans, and I'm couldn't be more thrilled. That's awesome. I'm going to be more thorough with the results, okay. okay.
0: monkeybraincomics.com. Monkeybraincomics.com. Behemoth. Issue 2 is riot. coming out when?
5: Three weeks. Three weeks. Just finished it. Very good. Yeah. All right,
0: well, let you get right. on your signing. Thanks again you for okay. your time. I'll see you at some other time, I'm sure.
5: Certainly. <laughs> Take care, <laughs> sir.
0: Thanks. All right, so hopefully this turned out to be nothing, but uh, I'm staying at uh, the uh, South Loop Hotel. I've stayed here every year. I've come to the C2E2, and now I'm actually outside because there's a fire in the hotel. So I was on the fifth floor, the top floor. So I made it all the way down. I'm fine. Hey, where did Mister Lee Weeks? How you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing just fine, thanks. <laughs> We've got to stop meeting like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if this is going to interrupt my Thai food delivery. <laughs> uh, they're really supposed to be. They should be here
0: by now. <laughs> But uh, I didn't get a chance to see. You think it's somewhere in the in the lobbies, like a like, sort of electrical thing? or uh, Yeah,
1: just down the,
0: yeah, I'm pointing. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they can't see a point.
1: <laughs> oh That's right, you don't have the cameras here. But, uh, yeah, you could see and smell the smoke. Well, I could it's smell, right. yeah, they make sure everybody got out. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it definitely there. Yeah.
0: I, I've heard of other people staying at hotels at other times of people are like, pull the fire alarm as a prank. It's like I'm gonna take eight chances, and luckily, you
1: know, I got out of time. But it is that happened in uh, in Toronto two years ago. I yeah. for a fan expo or the other one by the same people. I don't remember which of the two it was. And at three in the morning, oh boy! It's like just well, right out. right now it's like ten o'clock. Well, ten of ten at night. So. So, up in Toronto, it wasn't raining, and I just sat out. And had a nice chat with Jeff Darrow. I <laughs> saw 91-year-old Sam Lee come out of it. Oh, but, you know, man. Everybody had. To. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it was. It was a. And I remember it happened in the mid '90s. One of the times, the first times I was at Pittsburgh Comic Con. Yeah, there.
0: I heard about that at Pittsburgh as well. Might have been at one of those, or nearby one of those. Yeah. But. So anyway, but uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. There's going to be too much of a, like, mad rush to get in there. They understand it. So. Yeah.
1: But, you know, I'll do safety first. I just wish I had grabbed my portfolio or something. Well,
0: I decided what to grab. It's like, well, I had my phone, I have my wallet, and I have my backpack, just because it has my keys in it. You know, I left my suitcase up there. It's closed. It's only clothes so, and, and comic books. I a lot of comics. But, you know, I, I
1: wanted to get out of there. <laughs> I was yeah. on the elevator. I had stopped it. Coming down from the, the fifth floor because the elevator, I you got on in the third, went up to the fifth because is only the one elevator. Right. And on the way down, it opened up at my door again, the third or the fourth, and I went to push the door closed, but uh-huh. I don't normally do that. But I pushed it, pushed it, and that's when the alarm sounded. I'm like, oh man! I, oh, you, you did it! I should have pushed the button. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was because I didn't realize it was a hotel-wide alarm. I thought I just right. did something wrong. And push I'm sure it wasn't your fault. No, 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 no. Unless there was an electric. <laughs> you got a magic touch. Yeah.
0: Well, so while we're at it, how, how are you? How was your show been for the first day? It
1: was actually very good. Well, that's it was, good. It's great. Yeah, really. Uh, really enjoyed all the encounters. And, you know, it's always been such interesting people. And it seems like the demographics, obviously, I and mean, I'm overstating the obvious, will so just get broader and broader at least. Yeah. At a, you know, um, well, whatever. Just have a nice conversation with a thoracic surgeon for about 20 minutes. A, really? All right, let's get back to your phone
0: call there, Lee. So we'll stop it for now. Again, uh, I'll come back later let you know how everything turned out. Uh, so this is Pants signing off. All right, so I'm back in my room. It was only about a 40-minute wait to go outside. Everything seems to be fine in the hotel. It's a little scary initially when you're not sure what's going on, but, uh, you know, everybody's fine. And Lee Weeks to get his food delivery while we were waiting outside to come back in the hotel. So, no, that was interesting. All right, uh, so I will probably talk to you again on Saturday. Day one of C2E2 is over. I had a very nice time. This is a really, from my humble opinion, a very well-run convention. Everything seemed to run uh, pretty smoothly. I like how they had it separated. You have a huge artist alley. Lots and lots of exhibitors. They have a very good selection of back-issue dealers, which I I had also a very good selection of comics there. I bought a few comics. I'll maybe maybe mention that later on. Uh, any, anything else you could look for, here, you know, toys, um, they've got celebrity autographs. Uh, so good first day, looking forward to a good second day on Saturday and I'll check back with you later. All right. It's Saturday morning before the opening of the floodgates here. Another pants on the floor with Katie Cook. Good morning, Katie.
3: Good morning.
0: How are you doing? I'm
3: doing very well. <laughs> it's been a very long, long few weeks.
0: Yes, so today is Saturday, April 25th. Yes. Tell us how your April's going.
3: I have been home for one day this month. Um, I was in Anaheim for Star Wars Celebration last weekend, mm-hmm. and I flew home from that. I was home for one day, and then I drove here to Chicago. But before that, I was at MegaCon, and I flew directly from Orlando to Anaheim for Star Wars Celebration. And it's, it's been a whirlwind. I'm slightly underprepared for this show.
0: <laughs> but at least you didn't have to, you know, fly here. You can drive here and yeah. take, take your leisure there. Yeah.
3: Yeah, my poor assistant. I, like, kind of just <laughs> rolled up to her house when I felt like it. I was like, let's drive to Chicago. It's fine.
0: So how has your uh, C2E2 been so far?
3: Great. It's. Uh, I love this show. You know, the show's always always been good to me. Um, as far as the staff mm-hmm. and, you know, the show itself has got a great energy and a lot of people. And, you know, so you I'm got a big a nice fan. you nice corner booth here. I yeah. do. I have the first oh, table of Artist Alley. It's um, prime real <laughs> estate. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. It's
0: a your spot. So I'm curious, mm-hmm. how was the Star Wars celebration? Because I'm an okay Star Wars fan, but I know you're a uber Star Wars yes. fan. Yes. How was it to be there, and did you get it? Now, I didn't see the trailers. I'm not about the trailers, but what, was your, what were your thoughts on, on being there on the trailer and everything?
3: Um, you know, for me, it's, even if I wasn't there, you know, participating as an exhibitor, I probably would have gone as a guest okay. because of all the new Star Wars stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. And it was so exciting to be, like, in the thick of things with new Star Wars coming out. And I did not wait in the line to see the trailer with everybody. But they were broadcasting it in the hall. Oh, yeah? So, you know, on the other side of the wall, I could hear everyone's reaction to it as we were watching it. And, you know, it's it, the trailer exudes this really amazing, you know, nostalgia of old-school Star Wars. And, you know, to be there with, you know, 60,000 of your closest Star Wars fan friends you know experiencing it and you know just getting really excited about you know a genre and a and a license that you love was really great and they had a an exhibit upstairs which was props from the new movie and you know like and people are, are really like really really excited and that was a great part of it because it was just you know it was it was the excitement of something new mm-hmm. and it was a bonding experience for all nerds <laughs> <That's right. laughs> And now, when
0: I saw you were in Orlando and also in Anaheim, you're also a big Disney fan. Yes, I think you hit Disney World and Disneyland on both of these trips. Yeah,
3: or? yeah, I hit Disney World and Disneyland basically within 24 hours of each other, <laughs> which was really amazing. Um, but yeah, so I spent two days in Disney Disney World and then also the Harry Potter expansion. Oh, that's right. I had to go, I had to. <laughs> um, and uh, while I was down there, I got a tour of Disney Costuming. Um, behind the scenes, and got to see where they make all the costumes for the parks and the cruise lines.
0: I did and see a photo of you in California. Who was that gentleman? Did he help design some of the rides? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah did it's um,
3: um, uh, Bob, is one of the original Imagineers for the park, and he designed the Haunted Mansion That's right. um, and several, and the monorail and things like that. And uh, this guy was just sitting in Napa Rose. And uh, my friend Brody, who's a big Haunted Mansion buff, like ran when he <laughs> saw him. And the dude was wearing his giant Disney Legends medal around his neck. And, uh, you know, Brody sent him over a drink. And just be like, oh, my God, it's... It's him. It's him. And uh, he ended up coming over. and like, no one's ever sent me a drink before. <laughs> and so he ended up talking to us for a while. So it was awesome. really amazing.
0: I also loved seeing your little uh hiding things you were
1: doing in the yeah. parks as well
0: tell yeah. us about that yeah it's
3: uh both parks i hid the little pieces of artwork in the different stores in the park and i posted kind of a, a location and like uh, scavenger hunt yeah and <laughs> some of them were gone within minutes I heard. oh my god it was so funny and there was one i hid the haunted mansion one in the little store kind of outside of pirates of the caribbean and I stood there and I was like, I'm going to watch somebody hide. And I'm like going to, I'm like 20 seconds after I postage, like trying to find a good hiding spot in this store. And this guy comes bolting in from the restaurant and he looks straight at me and no, hi. I just get a, where is it? And I went, what? And I was like, oh God, it's under the placemats. And he goes running around the store and I finally like, we take pity on him and try and point him where it is. And it was already gone. Someone had already taken it. So I let him pick a different one from the envelopes I had in my bag, but it was just that kind of really like, oh God, people were paying attention to this. And is this the same gentleman who wrote a script? He did. Or- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, what actually transpired? Yeah, because he was so like he felt so bad about being so awkward around me. <laughs> I, I love people do that. That's, mm-hmm. that's fantastic.
0: You get it in two different parks.
3: Yeah, and uh, and Dis- like the Disneyland was amazing because I've been involved with Star Wars stuff for, for almost ten yes. years. Yeah. Oh my god, like I've known you guys for almost that yeah, long. Exactly. Oh my god, and uh, because it was right after Star Wars Celebration, I was walking through the park and I was getting hey, Katie, and like all of these people saying hi to me, and I felt like you know a little bit taller that day. <laughs> I'm like, yeah.
0: I see you even left early on Sunday to go to the park.
3: I did. I sold out of my (laughs) prints. Yeah. but On on Friday at 2 o'clock, we sold all, Acme sold all 250 of the limited edition prints that I did. So it was just waiting for people to pick them up. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I was, like, posting photos of me, like, tearing up artist proofs, like, threatening people to come get them. It's like, I just want to go to Disneyland. (laughs) And I, let's see, so
0: trying yeah, actually, a week from today is Free Comic Day. It is. And you're going to be, I think we said New Hampshire? New right? Hampshire,
3: Double Midnight. Okay. Called? And uh, with Bab Star. But I have a Free Comic Book Day issue, which whoever thought that was going to happen? <laughs> nobody, nobody ever thought that was going to happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, Gronk is uh, Action Labs Free Comic Book Day. Uh, one half of it is Gronk, the other half of it is uh, Hero Cats. And I did an 11-page long format crime story, which I've never done before. Oh, so,
0: they treat you well at the Action Lab. Yep, they're great guys. <laughs> they are great guys. It's so wonderful to see all the people that we've known over the years doing so well. Mm-hmm. It's gonna I mean, be, like I said, it's been almost 10 years since we've known you. And of course, I mean you've been around before that, but I'm very happy to know you and see your wonderful success. Yeah,
3: it's been super fun, and hopefully, it hopefully it only gets better. Or I don't want to know. I don't want to peek out. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't want 2015 to be the peak. That's it. That's what
0: Katie, That was a plateau. It's so all go from here.
3: Now done. I'm, I'm out.
0: <laughs> well, Katie, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Okay, and hopefully, you get to see your daughters at some point this month. Monday. Monday. Monday.
3: I get to see them.
0: <laughs> how did? Keep going. How do they? Do they know what you do? Well, I mean, Harper's what? Harper's one and a half. One and but a half. Racing. Yeah, four.
3: Um, she kind of gets it, and um. It's, you know, I, I try and tell her that a lot of the stuff that she really likes, like ponies and, and, and this stuff, is like, Mommy works on that. And <laughs> so she's like, eh. <laughs> uh, so she doesn't really get that I make that. There's a concept that she doesn't get. But um, there's a little boy at her daycare that wears a Spider-Man shirt all the time. my mom And she just goes, my Mommy works on Spider-Man. <laughs> 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 oh.
0: <laughs> Gotta love the kids.
3: So she's my she's my my sounding board for things. So <laughs> keeping you grounded. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent.
0: Well, Katie, and thank you so much. No, Enjoy the rest you. of the show. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, Saturday's not over, but uh, my Saturday is. I'm uh, heading uh, down to dinner at the Miller's Pub. Was it a couple years ago? Uh, recommended by John Tunfress, so I'm heading back there again with Mr. Chris Capriglio and family. How you doing? Excellent. How are you? I'm doing quite well. As I mentioned before, you're one of the few people I've I've met who knows me from the pre-pants era. Exactly. We go back to 2005, so like 10 years ago. I think it's our first, uh, and actually here in Chicago at the uh, the Wizard World show back in 2005.
6: Yeah, 10 years in August. Awesome. How's
0: your C2E2 been so far?
6: Fine. Good. Good show. Um, You know we're. uh, a lot of comic stuff for us. A lot of, uh, you know, we met Stanley. Uh, we met Stan again and we had our picture taken with Stanley. Oh, you did? Yes. Now you say we. We. I said we. That means my, my wife, Carolyn, and my son, Vince. Oh, excellent. Oh, so, uh, yeah. So he wanted to get his, uh, Columbus. Okay. Like yesterday. Okay. <laughs> We're just getting directions as that we drive okay. here on our way to dinner. Um, we, Vince wanted to get his, uh, San Diego exclusive Galactus signed. It. Okay, uh, so we got that signed, and then uh, Vince, we had met, we had Stan did a signing for us at, Ch- at Wizard World Chicago last year, um, and then Vince goes, "Boy, we should have got our picture taken." So I said, "You know We better take the opportunity because <laughs> yeah. we never know when Stan, you know, is going to pass on, and they, you know, he just keeps going, but yeah. you never know." So uh, we did that. So that was a good, that was good, and so uh, yeah. okay. And so, <laughs> Um, but yeah, we do. There's a lot of, there's a lot, there's a big uh, professional wrestling presence here this weekend. Yes. Um, so we're huge uh, wrestling fans. Um, so we came down here for that as well. But we're in, we're in town for wrestling actually on Sunday night. So happened to be the show was in town at the same time. I said, look, no, let's go. The, it's been the whole weekend.
0: So we did it. That's awesome. It is. Because, uh, you know, a lot of the conventions, you know, it's uh, comics. Or comics and entertainment, or comics and what have you. But this was a draw for you with with the wrestlers.
6: Absolutely, yeah. Oh yeah, for me it is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, and then for Stan to be here as well, it's like great. We get to do that photo op opportunity. Great, we can knock that out too. Plus, uh, David David Ramsey from Giggles uh, uh, Giggles Arrow, he was here. Um, we have a uh, canvas uh, in that hangs in Vince's room that's been signed now by uh, four cast members. Um, including Stephen Amell 0.2 and miles. Manu Bennett. Right here, left, yes. <laughs> left right. turn, Clyde. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was a that was those are bonuses. The, the wrestling was the draw, and you know just to, we we're head down here for the weekend, feared. And I've always liked this show. And yeah. so um, you know, you and I were here for the first inaugural year. That's correct. Um, with Peter, and uh, you know, it's it's you no, know, I don't think I you know you know so it's it's a good show. It's a good show. It's, there's definitely, they, they definitely keep a presence. They try to, the Chicago creators. That's right. Um, they try to get the Chicago creators here, like Jill Thompson and all those guys here. Um, and Scotty Young and, you know, so a lot of Midwest people, they try to keep it local.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: But, uh, they do a great job and the show keeps getting bigger. And obviously today was a, an example of that. There was a lot of people in the floor. Oh,
0: yes. How, how did you, um, get into the show today? What was your, uh, trip like getting in here?
6: Painful. <laughs> um, it was painful because we were, we're staying in uh, Schaumburg, which is outside near Rosemont, where, where if people are familiar, that's where the
0: Wizard World show is. Right. And that's also where the vendors are going on Sunday. Yeah, right? exactly.
6: So we're staying up that way, plus, you know, i got a really good rate at a Hyatt Hotel up there. But, <laughs> the, um, but, yeah, coming in, it's just, you know, it's Saturday. You don't think it'll be busy, but it's Chicago. I mean, there's always something going on in the city, let alone C2E2 or anything, but yeah, once you, it it took us a good hour almost to oh get here. Oh my god! Yeah, and an hour for about a thirty-five miles. So, t- thirty-five mile trip. And it was. Uh, there was a lot of a uh, lot of lot of delays. A lot of familiar words. Uh, I <laughs> try to keep those reserved with Vincent. Oh, that's yeah. How About darn. Yeah. Nice. Right, or a lot of you got to be kidding me. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's uh,
0: it, it is what it is. It's Chicago. can okay. I do. Now, of course, you're based up in Minnesota. Yes. And uh, we spoke last year when we were up at the um, Spring Con in Minnesota and uh, talked to Brent Squinover, and they're doing a little changes this year. Yeah. And they also have a Wizard World show, I believe, two weeks before. Next weekend. Yeah, so it's next weekend. It's, okay. It's,
6: it's, it's, it's been, it's Free Comic Book Day weekend. Oh. They did it last year also on the same weekend, which to me is I don't know. Yeah, I was, was going to ask you,
0: what, what's your? Do you have a dog in this race at all, or? You're I going th- to take a left on Monroe, point
6: three miles. Okay, after we take a left on Monroe here, um, I I don't like it. I don't this like is not it. Monroe. Oh. It's you're Jackson. Right. Hey, thanks. You're, you're welcome. I'm glad. I was not paying attention to the road? Shitty uh, gods. I'm, hey, I'm focusing on the car in front of me. Um, I don't I don't like it. It just it looks. I think it looks bad in my opinion. But you know, because here you are, you're. I mean, I'm a proponent of the Wizard Show in, in Chicago, but I just think having that show on Free Comic Book Day weekend—I don't think there should be a sh- any cons on Free Comic Book Weekend because your biggest day of a, of a con is
0: Saturday. Well, that's, that's free comic book. There's when people go into comic it's, book stores. Yes,
6: I don't understand why. Why do you put a show going on in any city? I don't care if it's Minneapolis, Chicago, wherever. But you, you draw those people away from the people
0: that... The, the retailers, the, the
6: retailers of this industry—that keep the blood going and know, and how do you get people in the news store to read about Convergence and the free comic book of Secret Wars, uh, coming up, you know, to get those people jazzed for the next, uh, next thing. So it's I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't understand the logic, but.
0: Are you going to either of the shows?
6: Um, uh, no. Well, I went, we went last year on the Sunday. We did the, I just wanted to check it out. I wanted to see what kind of presence there was, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if I don't know if Minneapolis is a big enough draw for a wizard show because to bring in the names they want to bring in, you
0: know, I'm, we we won't go
6: this year. There's no one there for really us there to meet. What uh, books are you reading right now? Uh, very very little. Okay. Um, I'm behind on Batman, but Batman's been my one constant.
0: I saw you had a bunch of books to get Scott Snyder sign them.
6: Uh, I've stayed away from Scott's line so far. Well, yeah, well, you I'm a... going to try tomorrow. I, I'm just, he's signing a couple times tomorrow, mm-hmm. I believe.
0: Um, whoops. You know, you got, This is it. This is left of Monroe. Yeah, but... It's, it's a red, red light. light. <laughs> well, I, I, I realize that now, but... I'm just saying, see, now, now it's green. Now there's cars coming. Oh, well, green. But there's cars coming! Well. <laughs> <laughs> they're not coming that fast. No, they're not. Um... And so you
6: know, yeah, no, just just Batman. I have kind of, I really, I, I mean, I keep a pulse on it. I, I, review Bleeding Cool all the time. Um, I did read, you know, I did read Original Sin of Marvels. Okay. Um, I, which I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a we had a chance to meet Jason Aaron. I have read the first issues of Star Wars. You're take a in 800 right in eight hundred feet. Great, thanks. Um, Michigan yeah. And so I've really enjoyed Star Wars from what I've read. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool to read that, yeah. um, but that's about it. You know, new comic. I don't buy a new a lot of new comics. I really don't. And uh, you know, just they're just so expensive nowadays
0: too. Yeah. You
6: know, I don't I don't care if you're buying it from DCBS or whoever. They're still even from DCBS are still paying two fifty maybe. You know, I don't know. You tell me. You probably buy well $239, 40 yeah. percent discount see, off three thirty nine books. You're the, you're the guy who knows on those the, things on the goods. You are the goods. I've good. always told you that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I mean, I, I just love Batman. I love what Snyder and Capullo have done. And do it's such a big run too. You're talking forty issues now, and to see what it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Convergence with DC. I might jump on some of that new stuff, but we'll see.
0: Okay. Well, I don't want to get involved in another uh, mishap here with the road, so we'll I'll <laughs> cut it off now. Thank oh, you for your time. Hey, Robin, you, you, you never know. Never you never know, It would make me. for fascinating podcasting. It whoever. would, <laughs> it?
6: Get that on. Get that on uh, audio. That would be excellent.
0: I almost got an accident at the Toronto, uh, I mean, at the Canadian border with Peter a couple years ago. We don't oh, have really? a repeat of that. <laughs> so, thank you again. Thank you. Always good to see you, sir. And uh, we'll see you in the funny papers. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. This will be out of that, too. All right. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, it's Sunday afternoon, C2E2 is winding down, and I have just left <laughs> McCormick Place, and I'm making my way back home after another fun convention trip. Uh, I wasn't at the C2E2 last year, 2014, uh, but I'm happy, I'm happy I came out this year. This was a uh, really fun con. Got to catch up with a lot of people I haven't seen in quite a while, some of who you heard. me um, interview here on the uh, this episode... Some who I just had happen to have nice uh, chats with, um, did a, you know? Did some shopping. a whole lot lie to you. I did some shopping, um, again, just a fun atmosphere. I think this is a, one of the better big cons you'll find for for everything. Uh, you know, artists, bag issues, celebrities, what have you. So, obviously, if you're in the area, I would highly recommend checking out C2E2 next year in 2016. But now, as I cross the street here before I get hit, I'm gonna get my list out, and sort of give the uh, shout-out list for those who happened to track me down this week. And yeah, I apologize for those who actually wanted to say hi to me. I didn't really have a spot where I was going to be, so I just was wandering around, and actually, a lot of folks did find me. So thank you for taking time to stop and say hi. Uh, let see, I met TurnerFan77, Rich Lozano, uh, Nick, who goes by TurtleBoy on the forums, so hopefully he will be TurtleMan, uh, Charlie Huffman. Uh, and so, John Hall and Dan Papathopoulos from Wisconsin. He actually spelled out phonetically for me, so hopefully I got that right, uh, Dan. Uh, Dave Kane was here, and he actually <laughs> was dressed up and, Well, yeah, dressed up as the 7th Doctor, Sylvester McCoy. And actually, I think he even got a photo with Sylvester McCoy, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Jason Passon from Got Comics. Remember me from here a few years ago. Uh, David Beyer. And let's see, go on to page two here. Oh, we ran into Zach Kroosy and Ben Teed. Good luck, Zach, with your uh, doctor going up into Michigan. Uh, And uh, Saturday morning was just downstairs, and uh, artist Michael Dooney stopped by for a chat. He actually listened to our show, so thank you for that, Uh, Michael. We had a nice long chat about conventions and everything in the show. So if you're at a con where he's at, do a favor, stop by and, and see me. really does fantastic work. Oh, and ran into Ryan Bravo, who's actually from Chicago area here and uh, actually now works for Reed. So I got to bother him with some of my inane questions, so thank you, Ryan, for putting it with me. And congratulations on your upcoming nuptials. You're a very lucky man. I, myself, am deeply jealous. I uh, ran into a couple of fellow podcasters. Uh, of course, John Suntris. Uh, from the Word Balloon, out here in Chicago. Had a couple nice chats with John. Gull, it was good to see him. And actually also went into John Mayo from the Comic Book Page Podcast. He happened to uh, join me today at the uh, Silver Age Trivia Panel that I went to with Mark Wade, which was a lot of fun. If you ever be at a... Well, I think it's actually only really here at the Chicago Con they do it with uh, Mark Wade, where they have... Uh, Craig Shutt, known as Mr. Silver Age, from the old bygone days of Comic Buyer's Guide. He uh, runs the uh, trivia panel where it's Mark Wade versus the fans. And they had four, four fans. who so I think have been around a while at these panels, and they had trivia questions all about the Silver Age. And that was a lot. I knew some of them, not all of them. But of course, Mark Wade did a little bit of showing off, which is to be expected. He knows a lot more than anyone should about the Silver Age. But, uh... After the regular rounds, Mark Wade was actually was losing to the fans. Well, they had a lightning round, and Mark Wade caught up and won. And when they announced the final score he had won, he raised his hand said, Yay! Fell out of his chair, fell off the stage, and onto the floor. A little bit of a scary moment. We thought he actually was hurt, but he kept saying, Oh, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. So hopefully he is fine, because he wasn't in his booth afterwards, left early. So, I well, hope, hope you're okay, Mark. And congratulations. <laughs> Oh, and also forgot to mention, I ran into Jose Capitillo who actually helped to uh, drive me and Peter around. I think of one of the last times we were, we were out here some of the local area shops, so good to see Jose again. And also ran into Jim Dimonakis, he of the Emerald City Comic Con up in Seattle, which is actually recently bought out by Reed Pop, who runs here at C2E2. So Jim was here helping out, of course, part of the Kirby Crackle. So always good to see Jim, always good to see everybody. So thank you, everybody, who stopped by to say hi, as I said for shouting for me so this is pants i'm signing off here from uh, chicago and this episode of comic geek speak was brought to you by geek nation tours go to geeknationtours.com tours.com to check out their vacation package for the upcoming New York comic con this october and also this episode is brought to you by scribd go to scribd.com slash comic geek speak to get a free one month trial visit our website we're at comicgeekspeak.com to leave us an email we're comicgeekspeak at gmail.com to leave us a voicemail number is 267-702-6642 you can follow us on twitter like us on facebook we're at comic geek speak you can join in the conversation at thecomicforums.com talk back about this episode as well as many others we want to thank everybody who contributed to the show. We really appreciate it. Could not do it without you. And as always, we are uniting the world's mightiest heroes, one
1: listener at a time.